and good morning good morning oftentimes we as grown people make plans for our lives and even when those plans don't work out you know we go from um being teenagers to grown-ups and we get jobs we make plans write them down and just say hey i want to do these whether they're small goals or large goals but ultimately we follow what we want to do our plans for ourselves and then we include god (laughs) especially when things don't go so right uh we want to make a change um and like i said especially when it's not going the way that we wanted to go that's not how god intended things to work for our lives he had a plan for us and our plan has to our life has to align with the plan that he has for us a lot of times we go off and we leave him and then we have to come back to reality and he has to sit us down in some type of way and we have to realize hey i have to follow him and i have to wait on god to lead me and that comes from getting into your quiet place and getting to yourself and allowing him to speak to you getting to where you can hear him only no friends uh no family no judgment from nobody no advice from nobody getting to where you and him can commune together and know that your steps are being ordered by him and that's kind of where i'm at today and i know many of you are because we're all struggling with something we're all trying to make it and more than anything financially we want to be stable we want to be okay so um transparent moment i'm in school and almost at the finish line and so change jobs to better accommodate um myself my time because when i've been doing online classes now i have to physically go on tuesdays and thursdays uh, haven't always been so transparent about telling really what's going on, the more serious things in my life until after. But I'm a strong believer that um, especially now I've been through enough to know that God has me and he has me covered. And whatever tongue arise, God got me. So. I have to physically go to school now, so had to make a few changes, and it was a major change. I went from making enough money to make it until now is okay, I have to put this week and that week together, you know, so um, the devil <laughs> been playing with my mind, it's like. Yes, I've been thinking like, okay, do I need to stick it out? Do I need to stay and finish school these, the rest of these two, two months? Or do I need to make a swift change? You know, do I need to 
keep looking for something else real quick or do I continue to trust God? And when you have experienced life, um, my, what I want to say, my will to go through things was so much greater at a younger age versus now. And it's probably from just wear and tear from life. You know, as I say often, who wants to go through anything? If we had a choice, if we were standing in a line and the choices were, hey, you get in this line to choose to go through a storm and this line to go on vacation, the line for vacation will be full. And so we never want to go through anything so we try and maybe not you if i can get out of now going through anything i will because i've been through so much i weathered so many storms at a young age you know and when i was younger it wasn't a choice i didn't even think about a choice whether i had a choice i've been on my own since i was 18 and it wasn't a choice of okay if I was going to work it was I'm going to work especially when I became a mom it was I'm supposed to take care of this child I'm going to take care of this child and this is what I'm supposed to do and it's not a choice now it's kind of oh I'm tired I'm tired what can I do this easy you know how can I do something this easy and this me being honest maybe that's not your story but that's mine because i've experienced life now um and i do get weary you know you get tired and that's okay to say that hey i'm tired <laughs> so uh i was thinking like do i abort the mission or do i stick it out and Things always seem a little bit harder, a lot more harder as you're approaching your breakthrough, as you're approaching your finish line of something, especially when you're almost at the completion of something. So I was actually scrolling on Indeed, um, looking up jobs in my field and just searching and taking off really by myself. When I've prayed already, I've written things down already. And I said, it's me and God. It's been me and him. That's who I've been praying to. So why would I today decide, hey, let me do something else. And even if I didn't say that, my action still said, hey, this is what I'm going to do. And... Uh, my godfather told me one time uh, I was pregnant with my son and my car, the heads on my car had busted and I was at the car lot about to get a brand new car. The note was going to be, I think, like 700, close to $700, six or $700. And I called him and my cousin was there with me. She said, your situation because I'm high risk anytime I'm pregnant um I can't work past 16 weeks um my daughter was premature and I had a 
McDonald's Saclage with her, which is a stitch around your cervix. And with my son, I did the progesterone shots with him. So I wouldn't go in labor early because um, before my daughter, I had a baby girl to die. So I'm at the dealership and my cousin said, well, being that your situation, I don't think you should get this car. I think you should just get your car fixed. So I was frustrated. I was mad. I had an older car, so it didn't have a lot of problems, but this was a big problem. So I was frustrated, and I was like, forget this car. I don't want it. Call my goddad. My goddad said, baby, you don't want to make a decision under emotion. He said, when you make decisions under emotions, you'll make the wrong decision. And that was so true. How many times have you been upset and you've made the wrong decision? Or, you know, you're frustrated in the kitchen at your kids and you're fussing and you have said the wrong things to your children, things you didn't mean. Or not to your children, but things to your friends that you didn't mean and you regret to this day and you don't talk to those friends because you were upset, you were hurt, you were under emotion. And although I'm pretty calm about my situation, I'm still under emotion because my thoughts are how, how, when, you know, how will this work out? You know, when God been on my plan with me, I've consulted him first before I even got to this point. When I changed jobs, even when I made my skills before this semester, I knew, hey, I can do it. I can do this. God will provide. You know, so why today, why would I switch? You know, that's the devil. And that's me making a decision under emotion. And another thing my dad always told me, you can do more with a little than you can a lot. But you have to stick to the plan that God has for you. And if you don't know, you need to seek him more and get to yourself and pray more, read read your Bible more. And um, a lot of us, a lot of people think, oh, well, how do I do that? You know, and getting to know him better and building your relationship with him is nothing other than having a conversation with your homegirl or your homeboy. I lay in his bed at night and talk to him all night <laughs> or during the day, you know, but it's just a conversation because he already know. And you have to be careful also who you tell, um, who you get advice from and who you tell, because if your friend or your family faith isn't like yours or they don't know your life. They don't know. They don't know what you can do with your $20 or your $100. They don't know. They don't know how God can multiply that for you. And they can be scared for you and tell you to, oh, no, look for something else. If I was you, I would this. Instead of telling you, stick it out. It's only two months. You know, stick it out, cut back, and trust God. 
And even if not that, the most important thing was to trust God, you know. But someone that's don't know God, never tried God, and don't trust God will tell you, oh, no, mm -mm, I wouldn't go back. I wouldn't go back, quit, look for something else today, right now, yesterday. But we make plans for ourselves, and after living, after trying, trying different things, after we become grown-ups, we'll soon figure out if we're really searching for ourselves and really in tune with who we are and our purpose. We'll figure out, hey, this is not for me, and this is the path that I'm supposed to be on, you know. Or even if not that, but just to complete something, you should want to complete something that you start. That's uh, implementing good habits. You're forming good habits when you start something, you know. I noticed one time I clean up all over my house. I can start, I can make my bed, go run some dishwater, go clean my bathroom, sweep the living room, and this haywire. I noticed that was all over the place, and that's not good. You need to complete stuff, complete one room at a time, because that's how you can be in life, and that's probably how I have been. Start something, stop, start, stop, start, stop, you know? You should want to complete something. And if I'm at the finish line, I'm at the finish line. Keep going. He got me. And if he's got me through all of these other things, why wouldn't he see me through this small little task? He will. It's up to me because he's already given me the necessary tools that I need. If he's provided for me this far, why wouldn't he? Still keep providing. And you have to feed yourself. And I think that's something that we forget a lot. I was telling my cousin, um, I think this past weekend, a few days ago, that just self-care, working on yourself, we don't really, once we kind of do it, we lay it to the side until we need to do it again. It's something that has to be worked on all the time. And we need to even, if it needs to be a reminder in our phone, something on the refrigerator, something on our wall. I have a little, uh, my daughter got me a um, little writing pad that goes on the wall, a dry erase board. And I write things on it. Even if it's something like that, it needs to be where you can see it and remember, hey, let me not forget to work on me. You know, we forget that a lot until something happens and we need to. But it's so important to remember to keep that intact. And it'll help us better with ourselves, uh, our goals, and it'll help us to still become a better person because we don't just work on ourselves one time and oh we're complete no we have to feed ourselves daily positive things because if not an idle mind is the devil's workshop 
If not, so much negativity will be inside of us. So, so much. And we don't want that. We don't need that. There's so much negative things in the world right now that we need to feed ourselves positive things. We need positive friends. We need positive family members. We need to read positive things. Listen to positive things. Watch what our eyes see. Because we struggle with so much daily. We do. We're parents. We're students. We're employees. We're business owners. You know, so much goes on in 24 hours. We need that positivity. And we need it all around us. When those things arise. Because they will. So we have to remember to feed ourselves and to remember that, hey, when you when you sit down and make a plan with God and you commit to, hey, I'm going to trust you and I'm going to let you lead me. Don't forget who's driving. Don't forget who's your captain. Don't forget who's leading you. Because you can't see the finish line right now. But it's already worked out. The race is already won. <laughs> the destination has already been finalized. You're already there. Because of who you have, who you're trusting, who you have as your pilot. And it's God. And I had to tell myself, hey, Chelsea, remember his plan. Remember his plan. Why would you abort? His plan. When you sit down and you say, hey, I'm going to do this with him. I'm going to allow him to lead me. And so there was a word for me. I had to speak to myself and, hey, have a come to Jesus moment with myself. And maybe it'll help someone else. Remember the plan that he has for you. If you sit down and say, hey, I'm going to trust you, or God, this is what I want to do, and he allowed it to go forward, keep going with him. Keep going with him. And don't just let him be on your team. Let him lead you. Because he know, even when things, even when the winds get to blowing, you know, it might start raining, but he's going to cover you. And he know what's up the road. It might be a speed bump in the road, but he know, hey, he or she can make it over there because I'm driving. I'm leading. I got her. I got him. And it's okay. So you have to remember to trust him and remember who you have on your team as a captain, as a leader. Because we're not bigger than him. And we have to remember that we're, so, we're such a strong people, especially being a, a black person. We're a strong race and we get away from, we, we try to take off and leave him a lot. And I can attest to that. I do think it's all me. And hey, he'll give me a little reality check. Hey, hey, girl, baby girl, come back. It's not you, it's me. Let me show you. And I can do it. He'll show me. He can do it better than me. 
And he'll show me I can lean on him. I can trust him. And not even for what's up the road, he'll make me remember what he's already done. He's already been a provider. He's already been a mother to me, a father to me, a friend, a bridge over troubled waters. Whatever I've needed, he's already been just that, a way maker. I mean, ways out of no ways, just, just <laughs> so much that I can't even explain it, and it made me teary. I had he been right there. So, and this, this what he has already done. So why wouldn't I trust somebody like that? And that's a word for, that's my word for me. Trust my pilot and remember his plan.